Hi, and welcome to the Yes Podcast. Here, we share a collection of real stories told by real people who have said, I am yes. I am young enough to serve. We hope these stories and the lessons in them encourage you and challenge you to get involved in kingdom work in your church, neighborhood, and life. Welcome to Yes. Hi, this is Judy Papano-Wick, and thanks so much for tuning in to the Yes Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the joys of working with international students. Years ago, when our children were very young, Wes and I served at what is now called Vanguard University in Costa Mesa, California. We were the international students' student advisors, and one of the joys in serving in that role was that our children got to grow up being around students from all over the world. And for that amount of time in our lives and with our children, we just felt there was such a richness to it whenever we had these precious students from wherever in our home, hearing their stories and about their culture. And we felt like it was very healthy for our kids. And we gleaned far more than we ever gave. So working with international students at that time in our lives was such a priority. I wished I could say that it's continued all through the years, but as ministries, careers change over the years, unfortunately, that wasn't something working with international students that was a priority in our lives until recently. So today, I get the privilege of introducing you to Peggy Pollard, a friend of ours who serves with the University of California at Santa Cruz, uh, working with International Students Incorporated. I think you're going to really enjoy what Peggy has to say. So here is my friend, Peggy Pollard, that I know you're going to enjoy meeting. So Peggy, welcome to the Yes Podcast. Hi, Judy. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Well, I was trying to remember exactly how many years ago it was that we met, but I think it's probably coming up to about eight years. I can hardly believe that. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we had uh, Peggy at one of our Yes gatherings, and we love to feature ministries where people in their second half of life could prayerfully consider getting involved. And Peggy came and gave a wonderful, wonderful presentation on International Students, Inc. And so, Peggy, I would love for you to explain to our guests what exactly is International Students, Inc. Mm, Thank you, Judy. International Students, Incorporated is a Christian outreach ministry to college and university international students and scholars. We have undergraduate students, graduate students who are getting their master's and Ph.D. degrees, and postdoctoral scholars who are doing research and sometimes teaching at universities and colleges nationwide. And it's our ministry partners with many Christian churches to recruit, train volunteers to be friends and outreach to these international students, offering friendship while they're here. How did you get involved in this, Peggy? Mm, I actually got involved in Berkeley with a similar program at uh, with a church next to the University of California, Berkeley. I was a weekly English tutor to some Chinese professors that were there for, they were there for about a year each. 
and I got to meet with them and help them practice their English. Then when I moved to Santa Cruz, I got involved with International Students Incorporated uh, doing similar kind of ministry where we were putting on activities and meeting with an international scholar as a friendship partner. So I got involved through the church here in Santa Cruz. Right. That's how I met them. And so what is your title now? I'm the campus staff for International Students, Inc. here in Santa Cruz. Okay. So I know that when you came to our guest gathering, you shared with our guest, again, this is mostly uh, adults in their second half of life, on just ministry opportunities. And I just want to make it clear that anyone that's listening or if you have any friend, no matter their age, they can definitely become involved with International Students Incorporated, mm, right? right? <laughs> yes, that's right. We welcome them. Right. So today we're just mostly, obviously, zeroing in on Adults in Life second half. So I remember you came and gave this wonderful presentation. And early on, when Wes and I would do the Yes Gatherings and we would have ministries come and present, at first we would have like at, at the tables where the people would bring their ministry information, you know, brochures and signs, and we would have like sign-up boards. And I remember walking by once and not seeing anyone signed up on a particular ministry's sign-up board. And my heart just sank. I remember thinking, oh my word, you know, have I missed my calling? Is Are we doing the right thing? And then it was just interesting how over time, we would have adults come up and say, oh, you know, I'm doing such and such at the local hospital, or I'm working at this, you mm. know, ministry that, you know, they, they came and shared, and I wanted more information. And, you know, my first carnal thought is, well, why didn't you sign up on the clipboard? <laughs> you <laughs> but, want to see the sign-up form, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, okay, all we are doing are we're just the facilitators, and we just throw it out there, and we trust God and the Holy Spirit Right. To do a much better job on laying it upon people's hearts that this is maybe an avenue to serve. So I remember asking you, Peggy, well, did anyone did anyone sign up or did anyone get involved after you did the presentation? And you told me about one professor at a nearby Christian university that had gotten on board. And again, I think that was like about eight years ago. And eight, isn't ten. Dr. Truett Bobo, isn't he still involved? Yes, he is. He's a great volunteer. Oh, that just touches my heart. And I know that it kind of makes him happy to be serving in that area. I think so. I think he's really getting a lot of satisfaction. I usually see a nice smile on his face when he's at our activities. Well, I know that he's told Wes and I just numerous times just how much that ministry has meant to him. And, you know, during his retirement years and the Christian college where he was a professor, is no longer in existence. So I think that it was just a great avenue for him to be able to go over to UCSC and now to serve on that campus. So to have this avenue for adults to serve and touch the lives of international students is pretty thrilling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was for Truett. He had, I mean, of course, as a Bible professor, he's very elite, but he has gifts that probably he hadn't used in his ministry at the university. He has different gifts that he's using with international students. Mm. And I think he's enjoying finding a different side of his life, relating in a different way to these really highly intelligent people. But most of the ones who are the internationals are not Christian, don't know anything about the Bible, and really 
you know, it's a, it's a whole different field. But to be able to share with them and with these people who catch on very quickly, they're, you can see their minds are just turning whenever you're sharing something. And it's so it's such an adventure to find out what they're thinking about it. You know, you share something about your faith and then to see how the Holy Spirit works in their minds and their hearts with that. So it's, I think he's having a great adventure. He's, it's, you know, to be a different role than the professor who kind of has a mastery over all the information to be, you know, on this different kinds of relationships than he'd had before. Pretty fun. So Peggy, can you explain to our listeners what exactly is involved in being a friendship partner with an international student's student through your ministry? Right. So, well, starting with the international students, as I mentioned, most of them are not Christian. They're people from different faiths. Here locally, we have a lot from China mm-hmm. is the predominant country. So their background is atheist, communist China, but they also have the Buddhism background from their previous generations. So there's kind of a mixture of that. And they're really interested to learn about Christianity they know that volunteers in our International Students, Inc. program are Christian. They know that we're Christian. So what we offer to them is a friendship partner would be one person who would meet with one of them at least once a month for friendship. It could be very simple, cup of coffee together and just talking, or you might invite them over to your house for dinner, or you might take them grocery shopping, or maybe your children have a or grandchildren have um, soccer game, mm-hmm. just invite, you're already going, just inviting them along right. to watch it. Simple things like that. And some of the friendship partners really have a little more time and enjoy getting together. So they want to meet every two weeks or once a week. And that's great too. Uh, but a minimal would be once a month in person. And then also to be able to pray for your friendship partner yourself and keep in contact with them by email or phone regularly. Right. And Peggy, when you first explained this at a Yes Gathering, I know that it took a little while for Wes and I to actually sign on to become friendship partners. But last year, when we took on our first scholar from China, he and his wife actually are both, they teach at a university in China. And meeting them and their little boy was such a joy. It added so much to our lives. And so when we had them over to our house the week before they left, it was just such a touching time. And she had already made that statement of faith and was following Christ before she came over uh, to America. Mm. But he has not yet made that profession. But we had so many opportunities to, to share Christ with him. And I think it was in a real... I, I trust just a real natural way. Mm-hmm. And it meant so much to to me and Wes to be able to do this and for our daughter and her husband that live nearby and our little grandson to meet this family. Now we have a new scholar from China. And in fact, his wife and daughter will be coming to the United States in the fall. And we're really looking forward to to meeting them. But something you said once, and that was just incorporate the students into what you're already naturally doing. So it's not like you have to plan like something. I mean, that's fun if you can do plan something out of the ordinary, you know, (laughs) I don't know a day trip or something, but sometimes, like you said, just inviting them to natural things that your family already does and outings, I think that 
at least ours, have really seemed to enjoy that kind of gathering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We want to make it as easy as possible for you. And I think for the internationals, that's what they want the most. They they don't want you to put on a big event for them. Right. They just want to see your normal life. Often they are, well, they're here to study. They're here to get their work done. And that's their pro- top priority. And they're very good at it. They're very focused people. That is very focused. why that they're here as international students. Most of them are the top students in their countries, and they've worked very hard for years to have this opportunity to come. So while they're here, their studies and their work is their top priority. They don't have a lot of extra time. Right. And what they'd like to see is just kind of be part of your normal life. They're often missing their family. Uh, maybe years came with his wife and child, but some of them, their spouse is somewhere else. Their right. parents are back home. They're missing family relations. And we get the wonderful blessing to sub in for their families as a real, you know, just a real easy temporary thing. So they want to just kind of be connected in a family type of way. Come over and sit on your couch and watch TV with you or you know, to see your kids' games or just your normal everyday events that you're doing, I think that that's what they would love to do the most is just kind of be part of the family. What percentage of uh, volunteers with International Students, Inc. are over 50? Mm, I'd say more than half of our volunteers are over 50. Number one, they have more time. Oftentimes the young people are busy. Actually, I have quite a few uh, college students who are volunteers as well. They're on campus with the internationals already, but as college students, they're already busy with their own studies and work. Right. And then there's, you know, families who are getting going in their jobs and having young kids. Their schedules are so hectic. So it tends to be the people who have retired, who are older, who have more time and room in their life for more friendships. And that's it. There's really some wonderful advantages to that, to being older in the second half of life and to be in this kind of a friendship. So if you were, if you had a chance to speak, let's just say to a room full of adults that are just starting out in retirement, there is, you know, some discretionary time and they might think, wow, you know, we could take on an international student. We could befriend them and, you know, do things once or twice a month with them and just show the love of Christ to them. If you were going to speak to a room full, what what would be the, the either the story or the drawing paragraph or two that you would just love to say to people to get them involved. Yeah, I'd say this is a great opportunity. You are doing world missions, international outreach, but you're doing it right here in your own home. And with students, people who are the leaders from other countries who are going to be going back into leadership positions and they want to be friends with you. They want to be friends with local Americans who can just show us what is American life like. They want to learn from us, just our normal life. So it's a great opportunity to reaching these amazing people, but it's also a blessing for us because the, the one thing that older people in their second half of life, the one thing they have that younger people don't have is history. You've got years of experience, years of seeing how God has worked in your life. Right. That's invaluable that you can share with them. It's You're not trying to share how great you are. You're trying to share, you know, what has God done in your life? And that's mm. the best thing you can offer them. Absolutely. Because that's a step on the path for them to know God themselves 
to have a, their own personal relationship. And isn't that the best gift that we can give anybody is to help them to know, have their own relationship with God that they can take back home with them or wherever they are. Oh, my word. That's so true. So true. And Peggy, something you said that just reminded me of, again, earlier in your presentation, but just what was a huge drawing card for, for me was when you, and I don't expect you to remember what you said or the stat that you pulled out, but the amount of the number of students or scholars that come from other countries at some point to do to study or do research here in the states at one of our colleges or universities and then go back to their country and eventually serve in some form of a leadership role hmm. it's like a really huge do you remember that i would say almost all of them serve in a leadership role in some way uh -huh. in their whatever their field is they're the brightest students in that field and that's why our our university is choosing from among the best especially China, they're the top students from their country. So there's different ways to look at it, but I think at one point about 50% of world leaders, people who are the top political position in their country, so a king or a prime minister or a president, I think at one point 50% of them had been international students at one time in the United States. Oh, that's crazy. The number, and, it, and it's still, that's very much a trend. Yeah. Our U.S. education is considered the best. Mm. Number, we're the number one richest country in the world. So they want to come here and find out why. Mm -hmm. Why are you the richest country? And they're, they're coming to our universities across America, learning as much as they can about, you know, the knowledge they learn from the university, but also our culture, our lives, our values. And many of them, as I said, go, they can go into, they're going to be leaders in their fields. Some of them become, you know, the heads of their country. And we're dealing with the top leadership of the world here. So what a great opportunity. And it's not that we know, you know, what to say to them or do. It's that God wants to reach them. Absolutely. We have, yeah. We have God's truth in our heart. You know, it's Colossians says the secret of the ages of the universe is hidden in us. It's mm. that Christ lives in us, and that's something that we can share with them. Right, right. Well, and I think that, again, like you said, that there is this large percentage that they do go back to their country. They mm. they serve, like you said, they're all in some kind of leadership area, and then some are, you know, either more, I hate the word prominent, but anyway, more public, let's say, okay? Right. But to think that they're coming here, they're on our, our ground, and that we have that freedom to reach out and to be the love of God, Christ's hand extended, ah, that is just, that is so exciting. I think in one of your brochures, it looked like it was approaching almost 800,000 students that are studying in America that are coming over here from some other country, and out of that, only 75% would ever go into an American home. Right. And so mm -hmm. it's like, okay, come on, Christians. You know, yeah. why wouldn't everyone want an international student that you were befriending for this season in time? You know, it might be a year, year and a half, or two years. But mm -hmm. it's like your life, your family's lives will be so much richer having that chance to have gotten to know that international student. You're going to learn about their country. I know our student that we are hosting now, when Wes and I took him out for his first hamburger, 
in the course of the conversation, just asking about his faith. Uh, and like you said, from China, you know, he was, he's communist and everything. And so in the conversation, you know, we explained that, you know, we're Christians. But, you know, I, I told him, you called him by name, and I just said, you know, I want you to know that for, for us, for our family, our personal relationship with Jesus Christ means everything. And so it's going to just kind of ooze out of our conversations or whatever. But if you have any questions during this time that we're friendship partners here, just feel free to ask us. Because I, I would think, you know, coming from another country, there would probably be lots of things that we say or do or things about our faith that you don't understand. And feel free to ask. And also, I hope I have the freedom to ask you about being a communist because he was our first communist friend, you know, and <laughs> right. so it was so just, it was, an, it was a good conversation, and it was right after that, he goes, well, I know I would really like to go to church with you sometime, and so when we went and picked him up from church, that was his first Sunday to ever go into a Christian church, he said, wow. and I was so, you know, I was just so pleased, so proud of the body of Christ that day, just how they, they just showed him love. You know, and so now, you know, he's gone to a couple beach picnics with us and everything, and, and he's he's gone to church a couple more times with us. But it's like, you know, we just have this great opportunity. We have a new friend, and yes, we do hope someday that he will accept Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. But it's like, when that happens, that's up to him, the Lord, and the Holy Spirit. We just want to do our part to just introduce him to people that just love Jesus passionately. Isn't it fun when you when someone like that is looking at your church and your faith and it helps you see it with new eyes to it certainly does. You know, what we it just makes your faith come alive when, you know, you just see how how someone else is viewing it that way. And I yeah, it's so exciting. I just I think you know, num you were asking me about the what's the benefits of being involved with international students for us. It's fun. Number one, it's fun. <laughs> there's, that's true. are fun friendships, and I. That's why I keep doing it. I just enjoy the friendships I make with these people, and I think I'm most blessed because I get to meet, you know, most of almost all of the ones right. here, and then to see you involved in friendship, that's very rewarding for me to see God working through you. It's very important. We don't pressure in any way. We don't want to ever make them feel pressured about religious faith. Absolutely. I mean, that works on all sides. We don't want to do that, and they don't. It doesn't work if you try to. Right. So it's just being ourselves, offering friendship. They know we're Christian. So in some ways, I try to downplay it. I mean, obviously, I'm the staff, so they expect I'm super Christian. But I, so I kind of, I tend to try to downplay it, you know, and, and not talk about Christian things until they bring it up, and it's their interest. And then it's just, it's really fun to see how God works through that. And But I, uh, Another thing, too, is as we're getting older, you know, our, in Job, the book of Job, it says that God numbers our days, and he knows every every day we, it says, you've decided the length of our lives. You know how many months we will live, and we are not given longer. God is in charge of our time, and what better use of our time than to serve God, to share Christ's love with these international students. Such a great opportunity that God's put us in this country and brought us these internationals into our own town so we get to be the hosts and yeah it's just so much fun to get to know them 
Peggy, thank you so much for your enthusiasm and thank you for just your your passion for Jesus and loving these precious students. And thank you for introducing us to International Students, Inc. We just love the ministry. We love you. Oh, and you. I just was wondering in closing, could you just say just a prayer of blessing that if there's just someone out there listening that thinks, hmm, maybe I could take one of these students that I could become a friendship partner with, that the Lord will just really speak to that person. Mm, yes, I'd be glad to. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for everyone who's listening. I pray that your Holy Spirit be speaking very clearly to the people hearing this. If they are interested in this ministry, that you'll help them to find us, find International Students Incorporated, and make it clear that it's your calling. It's not just you know a good idea, but that you are calling the people who you want to work through, that you want to that they want to be a channel for you to bless international students with. I pray that you, you know, time is always a factor, God, and that pray and make it clear to people if, if it's the time for them to do this, if they have enough time in their life to to meet with students and be involved with international students. And God, our time is in your hands. Make it clear, God, what you are calling us to each day. Lord, I thank you for the American volunteers who've been in our international students, the ones who've passed on God and made it, part of their legacy that they've shared Christ through our Santa Cruz international students. Thank you for Glenna. Thank you for Carl. Thank you for Ray and the other ones who've passed on God. And that was their time. Their time is up and they've spent it well sharing Christ's love with mm-hmm. our international students and scholars here. So I pray this in the name of our um, Christ and I pray blessings on everyone listening here. Thank you. Amen. Well, Peggy, thank you so much for letting us talk to you today. And on our program page on the YES website, we'll give information on how people can contact you or more information on getting in touch with International Students Incorporated. So thanks, Peggy, so much. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Blessing. Thank you for listening to the YES podcast. If you are interested in getting involved with YES or would simply like more information about this ministry, we welcome you to visit our website at yes2serve.org.